Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Dreamer Scott Fitness Pod Cancer Radio Show. Coming to you on this Monday evening, March the 23rd, about 5 o'clock here. And we are going to dig into an episode in a little bit titled 10 Ways to Make Light Loads Go a Long Way. And this is playing off of an email and uh, an actual YouTube video exists out there. Uh, my good friend BJ Gador, uh, you know, the Sultan of Sweat, if you will. Uh, he laid this out uh, in great detail, and uh, I wanted to share with all of you on the podcast, just because all of you are listening, you're stuck at home, you probably don't have the same gym set up, and even if you do have access to some weights and bands and things, it just isn't quite the same when you don't have you know, all the amazing tools at your fingertips. So these will be 10 ways you can make light loads go a long way and make you know lightweight, um, light resistance bands, and even body weight help you guys make gains and make progress during this time where we're all you know, kind of stuck at home uh, during the zombie apocalypse. But before I kick off, I do want to share something that I posted uh, in our newsletter today, and I also threw it up on my Facebook page. And this is something I wrote a long time ago. Uh, it's actually chopped down from here, and it's, it's a playoff an old podcast. And uh, Facebook memories actually hit me with it a couple of days before. And, you know, sometimes it's ironic how things like this tend to play out uh, for you. But I posted this originally probably a couple years ago and you know i guess you know if you believe in you know karma or just define intervention i guess if you will uh it hit me like a ton of bricks because you know i'm just like you guys you know last week uh my world got completely flipped upside down and and i'll share this here with all of you because we're all friends at this point um you know obviously a week ago we chose to close our gym down uh, before any you know government or state mandates and to help people you know be as safe and as healthy as possible from a distance and so we chose to close down the gym uh on monday evening uh, to, to let people be as safe as they can and transition them all to online. So now they're all in our 47-day transformation program, which I'm very thankful for all of you guys. Um, the very next day, uh, as luck would have it, uh, my wife works for Corporate Marriott. And if you guys are not familiar, they basically um, you know, laid off or, or furloughed or cut uh, about 10,000 people. And my wife was uh, on the furloughed list. And so she'll be furloughed for the next uh, two months here. So uh, we do get to still keep her you know, health benefits, which I am very grateful for. But, uh, you know, the pay, uh, not so much. And so it's not the same uh, at this point for us. And and as, you know, luck would have it, they're doing maintenance. uh, Just a normal routine checkup here at our house of our air conditioner and our hot water heater, which is kind of part of uh, this program we're in. And uh, they came by the house. And as my wife is on the phone call, uh, getting the message that she'll be furloughed from her job for at least two months until June. Uh, the guy is here telling me that my hot water heater is shit and that I have to get a new one. So within 24 hours, I closed down my gym of all training humans in person, which is a huge part of revenue uh, that we create. Uh, my wife gets furloughed from her job of 12 years, which has never happened before for at least two months. And then my hot water heater decides to take a shit all in the very same time. So they say... Um, Bad news comes in in threes, and so I guess those would be my three for the week. And uh, even with that said, you know, obviously I could sit and dwell on it, and, you know, you you do have those moments of, you know, where, you know, sheer stress and panic washes over you, but then you just have to, you know, check yourself. And uh, which brings me to the post here, which I shared on, on Facebook today, and it's let's all be real here for a minute. Sometimes life can suck, even if only for a few seconds, a few minutes, a few hours, or few weeks, uh, whatever the metric is, life can immediately suck at times. 
And, uh, you know, the current situation most of us are sitting in right now, um, it sucks. It sucks balls and it, it sucks big time. And some of you have felt it initially, like myself in the fitness industry, uh, you know, obviously the hospitality, the travel industry, healthcare. Uh, some of you, it has not touched you yet, but the ripple effect is coming uh, almost without certainty. And it reminds me that no day is perfect, at least in my life, no single day has went 100% perfect for me. And so like the dude that I am, I tend to roll with the good and the bad all the same. And sometimes life comes with an extra, you know, Chuck Norris style kick, and it kicks you right in the mouth. And it also kicks you in the fucking nuts too. And maybe even at the same time. And that's, you know, kind of what some of you are feeling. And I share that with you guys because I want to share some of my favorite questions that I ask myself in those moments. And yes, I actually do stop and ask myself these questions when I start bitching about my life and my current situation. And I share them with you in hopes that it snaps you out of any funk or depression or bad mood you might be having. And it sounds simple, and some people think it's stupid, but the power of being mindful for even just 60 seconds, asking yourself a few of these questions can help bring you back to reality and bring you back to a better place. And my self-questions to make every day better start with this. Who's grateful for you today? Is it your kids? Is it your husband? Uh, is it some friends? Is it family members? There are people that are grateful for you today because you're the person that you are. What are you grateful for? Which I think is even a more powerful one. And for me, it's you know th that I have a, an amazing wife and you know I got a, a fun dog to play with and I have amazing you know, clients and athletes who support us uh, even through the, the shit. Uh, that we deal with, and I appreciate you guys more than you know, and I appreciate the fact that I live in Scottsdale, Arizona, and it, the weather is beautiful, and it's sunny, and it's nice, and this didn't happen, you know, in the dead of August when it's 120, and it didn't happen if I was living in, you know, nowhere in Nebraska where it's, you know, negative 20 degrees, and I have to deal with this, so again, I'm grateful for even the smallest things, and I'm grateful for my health, and that I feel good, and I move good, and I can think this way, and I can have clarity in a time where a lot of other people can't, and I can hopefully be, you know, a light for some of you listening to me uh, to help you realize that it's going to be okay. Um, is it going to suck shit for a little bit? Yeah, it probably sucks shit right now. And it's probably going to suck shit for a little while and probably longer than we want. And you're probably never going to feel normal. I don't know if I can feel normal, you know, during this because I'm used to doing the same thing for 11 years in a row every day at 350. And I can't do that. It was taken away from me because of this. And so I have to make the best with, with what I have and just know, just slow down and just breathe um, and take a few seconds and realize there is a lot of good stuff you still do have in your life even though um, there's some shitty things you know crumbling around you you're gonna be okay we're gonna be okay we are Americans uh, we're gonna see this through and we're gonna come out you know you know bigger more badass and, and gangster than ever it's just gonna suck uh, in the inner minute and I'd also ask you guys to say you know what's great about your life this week there is some positives if you really strip down and look at the very basic things. Are you focused on what's wrong or what's right? What could you be happy about if you chose to be happy about this week? What are you willing to do to stop and improve this situation? What are you willing to do, I mean the actions you're going to take to improve the situation? So there's certain things we have to stop doing to make this situation better and there's certain things we have to do to improve this situation moving forward. And the last question I want to ask you is, how can you use this to become a benefit? And I know it's hard to see the forest from the trees, and when it's raining, it's hard to see that the sun's going to come out, but it is going to come out. This is a season. How long it lasts, I don't know. 
but we will get through the season of it. How can you use it to your benefit? Can you learn a new skill? Can you learn a new craft? Can you learn a new trade? Can you do something you've been putting off? Can you make your health and fitness a priority? Can you actually take the time to improve your mobility? Can you improve your eating? Can you get better quality sleep? Can you have a little bit more time with your kids or your, or you know, your family members who are stuck with you in the house? How can this become a positive out of such a shitty negative? And so the next time life punches you in the face, take 60 seconds and be mindful and ask yourself a question or two and really think about it. See how fast you realize that most of the problems are not permanent, even if during the issue, admittedly, it does suck something awful. And so I just share that with you because I'm like you guys. I'm human. I go through all the same you know, emotions and things, and I try to compartmentalize them as best I can and do the best I can with what I have. And um, you know, it's okay to get stuck and, and be stressed and, and have a shitty moment or two, but don't let it steal a whole day a whole week or a whole month of your joy. It's just not worth it because it doesn't do anything. You can't change it, and so you just have to make the best of it. And I think that's all all of us can do, and I'll do my best uh, to be on the podcast, to be on Instagram and Facebook, and obviously coaching our clients to the best of my ability from a distance so they can be you know, in a place where they have to be mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And then when they come back to us, it's like, you know, they're on steroids. It's like sky's the fucking limit. They're just crushing life all across the board. So the last thing I'll say before I kick off really quick is if you guys are out there and you're in a place where you can still leave the house and you can support a small business, please do. Um, even if it's, you know, if they have a restaurant that's open or a coffee shop that's open and they have a curbside pickup, if you have the funds and the means to support them, please do that. If you have a gym membership, I would urge you to keep it. Uh, please don't pause it. Uh, work with your fitness professional in your gym and the people in your community uh, to have them deliver something to you at home during this time because all gyms are closed anyway. I would urge you not to cancel and not to put it on pause or hold because that's how those people survive. It's how your local bakery, it's how your local coffee shop, your local restaurants, um, it's the girl who does your brows and makeup and hair. Those people, you want them to exist when this shit is over, so please do what you can. Um, even the smallest amount goes a long way to keep them afloat. Um, I know that because I live it, and uh, I'm probably in a better position than most people, and there's a lot of people in fitness who will not exist after this. There is a lot of businesses who can't make it two, three, four weeks without a paycheck. Um, so I just urge you to do that if you can, and if you have the means, it means more than you know. If you want those people to survive and still be there, and if you care about them, um, they'll be there when this is over, and they will appreciate it, and they will pay you back tenfold, I promise you that. So... With that said, uh, this is the 10 ways to make light loads go a long way via my homie BJ Gador, the man himself. And again, if you guys are stuck at home, obviously I'll share a ton of stuff on Instagram. And again, reminder, our YouTube channel has over a thousand videos, all free. Subscribe if you don't already. Our newsletter, we're pumping out stuff every day. Our blog is up, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Tumblr, we're everywhere. Um, just throwing out stuff all day long. And a lot of it's going to be geared towards these type of workouts because we're all kind of stuck without our normal routine and, and we don't have our normal groups and our normal training partners and the normal stuff. So these are ways you can make the light loads and body weights really be effective for you no matter where you're at. And the first one is use shorter rest periods when you're training. So for some of you, if you're used to lifting, the guys out there who are lifting heavy loads, you're probably not going to take the same, you know, one to two minute pauses because you're not, you know, pushing 100-pound dumbbells. You're not deadlifting 300 pounds. So shorten those rest periods, maybe to like 10 to 30 seconds, 
somewhere in between there. And do that with non-competitive exercises so the body doesn't completely burn out. So what do I mean is you can take something where it's like you're going to do your push-ups, maybe your, your sets of 10 or 20 push-ups, and then you take a 10-second pause and go 10 to 20, you know, low impact squat jumps, then come back to your push-ups in, in 15 seconds, come back to your squat jumps in 15 seconds, something like that, where you're shortening the rest periods to really just attack the muscle groups and make them non-competitive. So you could go like a dumbbell overhead press, and then you could go like a dumbbell goblet squat, or you could go like a dumbbell bent row, and then you could go dumbbell push-ups. We're taking just 20 seconds in between. So the pace of it is quick. That is a great way to make a light load seem heavy because the rest time is cut down so quick. The second thing you can do is extend the time under tension. And when I say this, if you have dumbbells and weights at home, you can cut the load in half and you can work twice as long. So when you're extending the time under tension, meaning you're working for one to two minutes straight. Now, this is brutal. I did this workout today, actually, for our 47-day transformation people. You can cut the loads in half, and you can work twice as long. So if you normally could go, let's say, dumbbell bench press with 100-pound dumbbells for 10 reps, if you took that down to 50-pound dumbbells and did that for a minute, if you could make it, that is brutal. If you don't have 50s, if you have 30-pound dumbbells at home and you're doing one to two minutes of dumbbell bench press, slow, controlled, your chest, shoulders, and triceps are lit. I mean, you are shaking like a leaf, and you'll not imagine how purple and red your chest is pumped up. I mean, like I'm talking like popcorn pecs here, like when you're done with that. So that is an easy way to do it. So you're extending the time under tension, not just worrying about the reps. And so if you're squatting, for example, slow on the eccentric, so slow on the way down, you can come up quick if you want, or if you want to get gangster, come slow on the way up. The concentric is slow too. So even just holding, you know, like a jug of milk or a gallon or two of water or a small child, if you will, whatever it is, when you're squatting, just slow down the pace of it. It can make that seem super heavy, even though the load is relatively light. The next one which is tied into the same slowing down the tempo for muscle and strength gains. And so when we talk about slowing down the tempo, it really is that eccentric portion I was touching on. So when you guys are going tempo with push-ups, right? If you're a guy who's super strong, woman who's super strong and you can bench press, you know, 225, 275, 300 pounds, and you don't have access to that stuff, doing push-ups, now we, we can mess with elevations too, and I'll talk about that in a second, but when you slow down the tempo, think like a three-second down, one-second up pattern. So when you're in that push-up position, it's going down three, two, one. Touch the floor, you can explode up, and then slow down that three, two, one as you come up. It's the same thing with squats. It's the same thing with overhead pressing, the same thing with curls, the same thing with split squats are the worst when you slow those bad boys down. And if you get super gangster, you can actually slow down the tempo on the way up. So if you're doing split squats, right, like slow on the way down, that back knee can just simply just tap the floor and then slowly come on the way up and repeat that pattern. So you're living in that kind of shitty time under tension range, but you're just really slowing down the tempo. That, you guys, is brutal. I think you can do so much with tempo, which people don't really realize, especially if you're if you're doing like overhead pressing. When you slow down overhead pressing, 25-pound dumbbells seem insanely heavy within probably six or seven reps if you really control it. Number four, speed up the tempo for power and cardio gains. And so a great way to do this is the plyo work, right? So if you're going to speed up the tempo of stuff, squat jumps, 
Again, low impact. Again, you don't got to go crazy. Even getting an inch or two off the floor is key. But if you can be explosive, obviously be explosive. Uh, split jumps, like your dynamic version of doing split squats, essentially, or reverse lunging patterns. Uh, if you can do plyo push-ups, even hands in a box for a lot of you guys is going to be key. Anything plyo, skater hops, all those things are amazing where you're speeding up the tempo. And again, it doesn't have to just be the speed of it. It's the power of what you push. If you're doing skater hops, it's not just the speed from left to right you're transitioning, but the distance you guys are pushing as you go through it. Same thing if you have the mobility to do like, you know, a nice soft broad jump. Things like that, I think, are ideal. So the plyo versions, if you can integrate them, uh, can be huge for not only the power, but obviously there's a huge cardio component to it as well. Number five, extend or shorten the range of motion. What do I mean here? If you guys are doing lunges, for example, if you were to put your feet up on a low step, your feet up on a plate or like a small box, like two to four inches, and you're going to go like either forward lunges or I prefer actually reverse lunges, I think are safer for you guys. It creates a deficit for you. And if you think about that, the greater the range of motion, the more muscle tissue are going to destroy and rip. And so again, the theory would be more, the more hypertrophy, so the more muscle gain we're going to have over time. So just having that elevated position, that's why like equalizers, EQ bars are great for push-ups. Or if you have like, you know, two boxes at your house, your hands can be on each box, feet can be on the floor, you can go a push-up, we can go greater than just parallel so we can stretch that tissue deeper that's why again like i use eq bars or parlettes are great uh for that also when you're talking about shortening range of motion we can talk about you know pulsing half reps quarter reps and even like cutting the tops of of pattern short and when i say pulsing it's like you're talking a squat right you could just go body weight you can squat basically to the bottom but don't stand all the way up so meaning you're never locking out the knees you're never fully extending so you're cutting the top of the squat short so you're living in that kind of what i call the shit right you're living in that kind of middle range of motion where the, the tension's always on the quads the hamstrings or the glutes and legs are just on fire a lot of times like what they do in like pure bar um like the bar classes and people are like have you ever been to one i'm like the shit is hard i'm like i'm not i'll never say it's not like when you're pulsing with weight it is brutal you can do the same thing with curls for example now i'm a huge fan of full range of motion but again we're talking a different protocol here so if you're curling you can come up to the top but stop from going full extension on the curl and just kind of live in that time under tension range. It works great, obviously, for split squats. You can go glute bridges, uh, push-ups even for that matter. Instead of fully extending the hands out on push-ups and locking out, go to the floor but cut the top just short. So you're always living in that kind of time under tension by shortening the range of motion. That, I think, is key. Number six, plug-in strategic iso holds. Now, this is probably the one I think is the roughest of them all. I hate holds, honestly. I think when you look at uh, pain uh, pathways in the brain and movement pathways in the brain, they travel the same, I believe. I think they're on like the same train tracks, I guess is how I think of it. Uh, I'm not a doctor or scientist, but that's how I feel it and that's from everything I've read and learned that's how it works it's like when you're if you're like a UFC fighter or like a boxer and you're in the the fight you're boxing you're getting punched in the face and those guys are going hey there's adrenaline there going on but the, they're moving right and they're throwing and they're moving and they're fighting and that's like that fight or flight but the pain pathways and the movement pathways are the same once they stop 
and they, they're you know back in the locker room, then the pain starts to seep in, right? It's like when you stub your toe or you, you hit your hand on something, you shake it and you move it, and then the minute you stop, the pain starts to come there. The reason that you stub you stub the toe or hit your hand, you, you start moving it, is because once that movement's there, the pain is not going up the same track to the brain to be like, holy shit, this hurts. That's why I say the, the plug-in strategic ISO holds are the worst because you're holding a pattern. So like curls, right? I do a lot, I've shown this on Instagram before, you can curl a light dumbbell load for 30 seconds, then hold for 30 seconds. Curl for 30 seconds and then hold at 90 degrees for 30 seconds, elbows packed tight to the body. Or the one I think is probably the roughest is uh, the squat and the squat holds, or the glute bridge and the glute bridge holds are terrible too. Honestly, so are, the push-ups are rough. Most people can't even do the push-ups. But when I say with the squat, take 20 seconds of work, 10 seconds of holds for a squat pattern for eight straight sets. That's that's four minutes of work for you guys who are doing the math out there. So you would squat, body weight squat, as many reps as you can squeeze in in 20 seconds, quick, full range of motion, boom. When that 10 seconds hits, you're holding the bottom of the squat. And that's where you gotta live in the shit, right? Then once that clock starts again, 20 seconds of squats, stops, 10 seconds of holds again, repeating for eight straight sets. That, my friends, is rough. I mean, you'll be sweating, trembling. It is brutal. Most people can't even stay in that protocol for that long. Glute bridge is the same. You're doing glute bridges, you know, hip thrusts for 20 seconds, and then 10 seconds holding at the very top. The glutes squeezing them, the hamstrings are on fire. Those are, are super rough. You can do that with basically any protocol, and uh, everybody gets crushed with that for sure. It's Again, that's like that four minutes feels like you've squatted super heavy with little to no weight. Same thing for the curls or even if you can do that with push-ups. The push-ups, I would honestly probably go reverse for you guys. Again, um, you could do it with a million things. But when I say push-ups, what I would suggest is do it the reverse because there's no way you're going to make it to 2010 with push-ups. Nobody's that strong. I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm stronger than anybody listening, but I can't even do that shit. It's impossible. So with the push-ups, I would do 10 seconds of push-ups, max reps. You're probably going to get 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 push-ups, give or take. Towards the end, you're going to be struggling to even get a couple. But 10 seconds, you do push-ups. When it says stop, 20 seconds, you hold it at the very top of push-up position, like in your plank position, but obviously from the hands on the floor. Then go push-ups for 10 seconds, push-ups hold for 20 seconds, if you could make it all four minutes. That is a brutal protocol, and that, you guys, is like you bench-pressed you know, five or six heavy sets and you didn't even pick up a weight. It's a great thing to do at home. Number seven, combine two or more moves into one. This is something I love to do. We do this with all of our group stuff. I do it with my own training, a lot of the stuff I share on Instagram. What do I mean when I say combine two or more moves into one? Squat to press or thrusters. For a lot of you guys at home, thrusters are great. Again, you can do them with minimal weight. You, you can do those with anything around your house. If you have paint cans, water jugs, uh, again, small children, your wife, whatever you can throw overhead, I think squat to press is, uh, is probably ideal. And the same note, curl to presses are awesome. Uh, again, I like curl to presses to extensions if you have a single dumbbell or double dumbbell. So you curl to the shoulders, press overhead, and then tricep extension on the backside and repeat the pattern. Um, man makers are great. That's basically like your burpees to squat the press with dumbbells or devil presses for the CrossFit people out there. there those are a million different you know, man maker kind of devil presses remix. Uh, dumbbell renegade rows are great. Push-up position, dumbbell in each hand, row row push-up or row push-up row depending on you know what level you're at all of those are ideal split squat overhead press i could make 
a million examples, but I think when you can do more compound movements like that, again, it makes light load seem super heavy and it works all muscle groups at one time. And uh, again, don't have to have a ton of equipment to make that happen. Number eight, stack two or more competitive moves back to back. So what does that mean, competitive moves? We mean moves that are not opposite of each other, moves that are using similar or same muscle groups at one time, similar to how we do kind of like bodybuilding. Instead of going, you know, push-pull, it's push-push. Does that make sense? So it's like pull-pull. So when we'd say you'd take two movements, you'd say we'd go 15 reps of push-ups to 15 reps of overhead press. Because obviously push-ups, we're talking chest, shoulders, triceps, overhead press, shoulders, triceps, and the chest is slightly involved as well. Or you could go something like push-ups to dumbbell flies or floor press to push-ups. Again, competitive exercises. I also like something like close grip push-ups and dumbbell tricep extension. Works great. Or you could go bench dips and skull crushers. Again, same thing, triceps, triceps is the focus. You could go pull-ups to rows, for example. So if you guys have access to pull-ups, you go pull-ups and dumbbell rows. Or you could even go something like uh, dumbbell rows to curls. Because if you're obviously doing dumbbell rows, depending on the grip, neutral, supinated, pronated, doesn't matter. Um, I think the supinated grip is probably more bicep heavy than anything. But you could go dumbbell rows to curls. Those are biceps to biceps. Obviously, the back is integrated as well, but having both uh, hit the biceps is ideal. And then, obviously, for legs, lunges to squats or, you know, split squats to skater hops, you know, uh, glute bridges to lateral lunges. All of those things are great for lower body, lower body. Those are awesome ways to throw those protocols in. You can go with reps. You can go with times. So many options there. And again, I'm going to share a ton of this stuff on our YouTube. If you guys don't follow us on there, subscribe. And also on Instagram, we're going to be pumping out stuff like crazy. Number nine, dig deep with drop sets, loaded or mechanical. What does he mean by that? Most of you guys are used to drop sets, uh, you know, from the bodybuilding world where the weight usually drops down, you know, from a heavy weight to a lighter weight. So if we're going to say drop sets, a lot of times we would say like pull the pin. So if you're like in a bodybuilding gym and you have the, the old school like weight stack and you're doing, let's say, tricep pull downs, right? Maybe you can do the whole stack because you're just a complete badass. You do as many reps as you can at the whole stack. Then you pull the pin, make it 15 pounds lighter and then max reps, pull the pin, 15 pounds lighter again, and you just keep repeating or every 10 pounds or whatever the the protocol is. But basically what's happening as fatigue sets in, you're lightening the load, but trying to keep the rep volume high. And eventually till you get down to, let's say 20 pounds and you can barely move it. And it's almost embarrassing to watch. And you hope that, you know, none of your homies or the super hot girl you're trying to impress walks by and thinks you're a complete turd because you can't move 10 pounds. That's what we thought when we were 16. Nobody really cares. <laughs> but in all seriousness, like that's what the set is. We would do this with curls a lot. Let's say you can curl 50-pound dumbbells. You do 50-pound dumbbells for 10 reps, dump them, go to 40-pound dumbbells for 10, 11, 12 reps, dump them, go to 30-pound dumbbells, whatever you can do, then 20s, then finishing with 10s at max reps. That would be your drop set. This works with just body weight as well um, or with the weights you have at your house. With push-ups, and I'll share this on Instagram probably later this week because it's a protocol I like, you could go hardest 
to easiest with you know mechanical angles, right? So if you're gonna go push-ups, let's say, you would go with feet elevated push-ups, which will be the hardest version. So your feet are elevated on a box or a bench. You do as many push-ups as you can with feet elevated. You take the feet down. Now we go from the ground. So we're doing push-ups from the ground with our body even like we normally do. When we fatigue from there, we can go up and go hands elevated. So we'll put our hands on the bench or the box. Now we've increased the angle, make it easier on the body. It's lighter for us. We're doing as many reps as we possibly can there. So whether you're going, you know, 15 reps, 15 reps, 15 reps, or you're going for 30 second reps, whatever you can do, it, typically to failure, I think would be ideal with these sets. Or if you went, you know, feet elevated 30 seconds, rest 30 seconds. Feet on the ground 30 seconds, rest 30 seconds, hands elevated 30 seconds, and then pause and you could repeat the pattern. Those are all great ways to make drop sets work for you. And then number 10, you can employ extra cardio and metabolic stress before you do the resistance work. So if you do have access to some dumbbells and some bands and some load, you can mix in the aerobic work, you know, either I would say before the resistance work or you can marry them in between just so you would do like any kind of circuit i think before is cool and i think uh intermittent as well like things like dynamic interrupts which we can talk about on a different podcast or maybe i'll mention them here in a second but mixing the cardio so you could do the weights uh, and the aerobic stuff together so meaning you could do skater hops for 30 seconds and then you might have a minute break but during that minute break you do 10 dumbbell overhead presses or you could do jumping jacks for 30 seconds and then do goblet squats with a dumbbell for 30 seconds. Or you could go mountain climbers for 40 seconds and then do uh, 20 steps of lunges. Maybe you go running in place for 15 seconds, all out intense, and then just go 15 reps of push-ups. Things like that work because we're you know moving everything uh, in between each other. So meaning we're mixing the aerobic work and like the strength work all in the same. Those are great. When I say dynamic interrupt, I just mean like you would have your normal circuit set up, right? And you could do the same movement. You can do like a different type of movement where it could be mountain climbers for 30 seconds. Then you have a minute rest to the next spot. But in that minute rest, you're doing five heavy dumbbell thrusters, for example. And then you would go to your jumping jacks for 30 seconds. And the next round, maybe you would do, uh, goblet squats, you know, 10 slow eccentric heavy goblet squats in the minute rest, then go back from there. So those are all great ways where you can mix a the aerobic stuff and the heavy stuff all together. And honestly, it's just a genius way to make light loads go a long way. And so BJ Gadur, thank you for that. Uh, it was great. Um, it's great information. And again, he, he does He's the best at what he does, and him and I have been good friends for a very long time, and I think that stuff can help you guys. And so if you're listening, just because you're stuck at home doesn't mean you can't get a great workout in, and I know it sucks. Like, I want to, you know, be able to train with my same people. I want to be able to see everybody every single day, and I can't, and it blows. I want to be able to come in on Sundays and just melt my face off with everybody, but this is the hand we're dealt at this time. And if you find yourself, like, you're feeling you know, kind of run down and stressed. And maybe it's, you know, obviously it's allergy season too. So people are going to have seasonal allergies. People might have the flu. People might have, you know, the real virus shit going around. If you find yourself kind of run down and you're not getting the best sleep, take a second, breathe, try to get better quality sleep. Feed your body the foods it needs to have. What I've been personally doing is I've been sleeping way more uh, the last couple of days because my schedule, I'm forced to, honestly. And if that's the positive that comes from it, then, then I'll be it. And I can have better self-care because admittedly, 
a big stretch of last year, you know, I worked probably too hard and probably too many hours and I probably burned the candles at both ends for too long. And if this is the time for me to sit back and reflect instead of worrying about just building, I'm just focusing on just being, just being present, being mindful, being aware, being helpful to people around me, taking an extra two or three minutes for every single person I interact with to give them even more of myself because I have better self-care because I'm getting better sleep. I've been taking athletic greens twice a day. Uh, I've been taking emergency as well. I've been taking, obviously, my normal Flonase because I do have allergies and it sucks ass. Uh, and again, if you guys are not taking athletic greens, hit me up. 20 free travel packs. Uh, we'll happy to send you guys the link. I do think they're a game changer right now more than ever because it's really hard when you go to some of these grocery stores to find all the shit you want because people are just going berserk. So um, they will deliver to your front door, and it has been a game changer for me, not just immunity-wise, but energy-wise as well, and I do truly believe in it. That's why I talk about it the way that I do. Um, but that's what I've been doing, and uh, it's helped. And so if you find yourself stressed and run down, this might not be the time for you to make the biggest gains. This might not be the time where you become the most shredded or the most ripped. Maybe it is. Maybe you, you feel great, and you're like, fuck it, I don't believe in this shit. I'm going to be fine, and the world's going to be cool in two weeks, and you just crush it, and that's awesome. But if you find yourself like kind of in this... You almost can't breathe because you're stressed and it changes the way that you speak and, and talk and the way that you're thinking and you can't get out of that negative loop. Maybe this isn't the time you get the most shredded, but it's the time you just do the important work where you go through the motions, but you go through them diligently and you make body weight stuff work for you. You make the light loads work for you. You get creative. You watch the stuff that we put out and listen to it and you use it. Again, everything, every season of life doesn't always have to be about moving the needle forward. And I think that's an important lesson for me to learn, especially at this point. And I'm going to do the best I can to keep it that way. But again, I've always been so focused on the next thing. And not that I'm not mindful in the minute because I am, but I'm always, I'm bad at celebrating. I'm bad at stopping and appreciating the milestones and the goals that we've reached. Uh, my wife would tell you the same thing. Admittedly, I'm not great at just like patting myself on the back and, and being like, man, Jeremy, good job. Look how far you've come. It's always like, you know, if it could be better, it's as good as broken. And that's a, it's a gift and a curse that I have. And so this is a time for me where I, I'm not so concerned about just building and building and building and building. I'm just concerned about being and just being healthy and being happy and being appreciative of everything I got and just taking care of my body and taking care of my mind and taking care of you guys. And I think that would be the positive lesson that we can take from all this stuff. And again, I don't mean to get on, uh, you know, these different rants and tangents, but uh, these things are on my mind. I know they're on a lot of yours as well. And so hopefully you can take this and, you know, it can improve you physically uh, and mentally as well as we roll through this. But this is a great way you guys can make light loads go a long way. Again, I'm going to share a ton of stuff on all our channels and all our platforms. will be there for you. If you have questions for me or you want more detailed coaching, hit me up. Um, our 47 day is already rocking and rolling, but uh, our inner circle group is always there. And I'm sharing way more stuff in there now because basically I'm, I'm trapped. And uh, I wanted to get out to you guys. And, and on a side note, Every time I see like when I always say like lockdown, like we're on lockdown, I always think of training day. Like if you guys have never seen training day with Denzel Washington, please, I promise you, invest two hours and watch it this week. Uh, it's well worth it. To, you know, get your workout in for sure, eat right, and then obviously as you're doing mobility, turn on training day. It is top one of my top ten movies of all time. And uh, when you get towards the end, you'll know the part I'm talking about. He's he's actually in the projects, and uh, there it's you know. The famous 
quote from it is, you know, King Kong, you know, ain't got shit on me. And he goes on this huge rant and he starts talking to everybody around him in the circle. And he's like, shoe program, 23 hour lockdown. I mean, he screams it. And every time I read lockdown, like on the news or I hear somebody say it, all I think is Denzel just screaming 23 hour lockdown, which brings a smile to my face. And so I try to take everything with, uh, with a grain of salt, but if there's anything you guys want to hear on the podcast over the next couple of weeks, please hit me up. Let me know. I'm going to try to dig into a lot of things here. Uh, I will bring Heather on for sure. If you guys want to hear from her and our take and what we're doing, you know, how we're staying healthy and safe and all those things and anything else specifically fitness wise, health wise, nutrition wise, I'm happy to chime in and, uh, and spit to you guys and give it to you best. I know how. So again, we're going to load these up on the YouTube page. So they'll be over there. And again, uh, if you need something, just holler at me, but I thank you guys. I appreciate the support. Uh, be safe, be smart, you know, eat right, get good sleep, and uh, just keep doing the things you have to do to put yourself in a place to be to be happy uh, and to be successful. And, again, it's just a season, man, uh, and we'll all keep crushing it. That I promise you. So if you're on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop me a five-star, please. If you're on your iPhone, go to the podcast app, scroll your finger all the way down, click five star, hit ratings and reviews, drop me a couple sentences. I truly would appreciate it. If you would be so kind to share this with your friends and family because they're locked up and trapped at home and they need to hear a positive message in, in some way uh, to make their life better, please share that with them. Throw this up on your Instagram stories. I'm happy to reshare it there as well. If you're on a MacBook or an iPad, just literally click the iTunes icon, Jeremy Scott Fitness, type in ratings and reviews, five star it. Um, I truly would appreciate it. It's the oxygen that keeps this bad boy going. And uh, the more of you guys that share it and listen, the more often we will do this. And I, I know it helps a lot of you, and I appreciate all the kind messages. Uh, it means more than you know. Uh, and thank you guys. And uh, I look forward to kicking ass with you and rock and rolling here over the next uh, handful of crazy weeks. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, especially right now, Keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.